everyone, welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Claire. And this is Cece. And happy Sunday, everyone, listening into our page six of our 27th series of Sundition. Grab a snack or sip some tea as we dive into our culture chat on... Changing our voice when we speak. So recently, I've been teaching kids at the pool I swim at, and I noticed that is like after my like uh, what three hour work period I'm like my mouth is tired (laughs) like it's super tiring to speak and it's basically because I speak in a higher tone than usual because they're kids right right Um, oh hey everyone (laughs) it's basically a tune that's super exaggerated bubbly I'll be like hey everyone let's get in the pool okay give me a little splash (laughs) and so I'm just trying to match the energy that a child wants to be at, right? Because if I want the kid to be super interested in what we're doing, right, I kind of need to give out a, a like just a brighter aura to get them hyped up. Right. And it's really obviously only catered to kids. Like, even if, like, I'm obviously I'm teaching something new, right? I'm like, oh, um like can we like do this with your arms or whatnot like even if i were teaching that to an adult i'd never speak like that absolutely give me a splash yeah (laughs) but even when i am talking to an adult right to teaching them something new like i'm more cognizant of the fact that i don't want to seem like i'm like if i'm teaching something new to someone right if it's a kid i'll i'll seem more authoritative right but at the same time, bubbly. But for mm-hmm. an adult, I'll seem more calm, but I don't want to be authoritative either. All right. Because I feel like, oh, I don't want the adult to think I'm looking down on them. Because obviously, I'm not the adult, right? You're 17. Yeah, so if I speak to them like that, it like may make them feel like they're super dumb or something. And I don't want that. Because that would, they would be less likely to listen to me. So even though technically I'm the authority figure in both situations, I don't present myself as, I don't present myself as an authority figure in the adult situation. Right. Yeah. Like, say Claire, when you do customer service, right, do you speak differently to adults and to kids, like little kids? absolutely but just other people in general i guess because i definitely have a customer service voice and so do my coworkers. Yeah. and our voices get so much higher when we're talking to customers like saying stuff like oh have a good day or would you like a cap or something like stuff like that just very mundane things mm-hmm. that we're supposed to say to customers and my coworkers and I constantly make fun of and laugh at each other about it, and we copy each other's customer service voices because it's just that funny. When we talk to one another and just, you know, on our breaks and stuff, we never speak in that high-pitched customer service voice. So we know what we sound like when we're not talking to customers. So there's an obvious difference between the two voices that we use. But I wouldn't say that the customer service voice is a bad thing because... It's a way to be polite. Because you're not going to speak them in the blunt way you do with your friends. Because that's not appropriate at all. Like, you're supposed to be professional and polite. Provide them with the service or the information. Or whatever you're supposed to do. Or whatever you're, like, paid to do, right? 
But to me, I don't know, just to me, that high-pitched voice kind of gets annoying for myself to listen to, because I'm like, oh, it's that customer service voice again, and it's annoying. So I've tried to get rid of the high-pitched aspect of my voice when I'm talking to customers, but of course I'm still polite, because, you know, I have to. Otherwise, I won't come back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but then also in yes. situations when I'm talking to people I don't know well at all, my voice changes as well. Not mm. exactly higher, but I'm definitely more of a pushover. I see. Yeah. And I'm much more yeah. of an, like a quote, active listener. Like, repeating what they say, going like, oh, right, right, and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. It's like kind of the same yeah, idea as the sure. customer service voice thing, because you have to be polite to those people, because you don't know them well at all. Unless they do something that makes them not deserve it, but that's a different thing. But, you know, if you're not close to them, like, you can't, once again, be blunt with them like you would with a friend. Or, like, a person yeah. you're already very and I close think, to. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I feel like most of us are aware of this phenomenon that we switch our tone. Mm-hmm. Right, but I also realize that even though we're aware of it, we kind of do it subconsciously because, like, if you're talking to me, Claire, and right. then suddenly somebody asks, like, "Oh, could I get?" Say we're you're at um we're at your work, right? <laughs> and I'm there, and you're talk we're talking about something super random. We're joking around, yes. and then you immediately hear like, "Hello, like, is anyone there?" Then I feel like, from my own experience, so I'm asking like. I don't know if it's the same as you, but do you just automatically switch or do you have to think, oh, who is no that? No way, automatic. Well, of course I need to first like think about who is it because if it's obviously somebody I don't know, it's a customer, right? But that's like a split-second uh-huh. decision you can make in your head. And then, then it automatically switches. Yeah. I've also heard stories where people can't get rid of the voice that they use sometimes. Like if you... Constantly like, say you're working full time customer service or full time like teaching kids. Like if you're a kindergarten right. teacher and you're often teaching in that bubbly, high pitch, high tone voice, mm-hmm. sometimes they bring it back with and, them oh, as well, oh. even when they leave the place. Right? Interesting. Like even if you're talking to a friend or family, sometimes it's so ingrained in them. I mean, yeah, they have to get used to it though. So, yeah. So it's kind of become unconscious for them i feel like yeah you know and i well, we've obviously highlighted like reasons why we speak in different tones but it's kind of cool to hear that you know people also study this right yeah so a recent study that we found has highlighted a more concrete version behind our voice change it's obviously part of something that we've already given you, but it's basically that we change our voice based on how dominant we feel. Mm-hmm. So the University of Sterling experiment found that people would talk to any higher status individual with a higher pitch despite their own self-perceived social status. So like I had mentioned before, right? So in my self-perceived like swimming coach, no, not swimming teacher social status, right? I'd say I'm pretty high up there because I'm the teacher and therefore a teacher naturally has some sort of authority with it, right? 
And in a case where I'm teaching, say, a person my age, a 17-year-old, right? Or maybe even like a 15-year-old, a little younger than I am. I'll talk to them in a much lower voice. While to an adult, say, a t- I'm teaching a 25-year-old how to swim, I'll t- talk to them in a somewhat higher pitch. Because, one, to the 15-year-old, I want to seem authoritative, right? Because I, I'm barely older than them, and yet I'm teaching them. And so I want them to listen to me. And so I want to seem more dominant and authoritative. But uh, but the older adult, even though they're older than me, and I know that it's kind of weird that, oh, a 17-year-old is teaching a 25-year-old how to swim. Usually it's the opposite, right? Right. I don't want to seem dominant to them because I, I don't want to... I mean, I'll say it blunt outright. There's sometimes shame with that, and I don't want that individual to feel like I'm threatening their self-esteem oh because like someone younger than them is teaching yeah them how to swim uh yeah so i would naturally make i i would make myself sound less authoritative mm. but at the same time obviously i know i'm te- how to teach i don't i'm not gonna sound like a complete idiot right because oh, i yeah. still You're need the to one teach teaching yeah exactly yeah, but I don't want to sound too dominant. So in case they'll be like, "Oh, I don't like this teacher." Like, right. Yeah, and in the study, it's like a job interview style, and I feel like it, that makes sense too. Like Claire, when in job interviews, do you remember how you were like? Yeah, the over polite pushover. Because, of course, I want to get this job. So, <laughs> and it was also my mm-hmm. boss, which I didn't know as well beforehand. So, I mean, now yeah. we're very comfortable with each other because we've talked a lot during my shifts. So, now I don't really speak to her in, like, that high-pitched, over-polite <laughs> customer service voice anymore. I speak to her like I speak to you, Cece, like like a friend. I don't mm-hmm. really, yeah, it's, like, for me... That whole status thing with my boss is kind of erased just because we talk naturally with one another and I don't really see that she's on a quote higher level than me, I guess. I mean, sometimes she does nitpick at some things and it's <laughs> like, oh, like you should do this instead of that. And I'm like, oh, okay, of course. Because, you know, she's my boss. She's the one that owns the business. And, and what basically me. what she says goes, right? Yeah, and pays me, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, overall, I think we've grown comfortable enough with each other to the point where I don't have to speak to her in that over-polite voice. Yeah. And I know, like, some people sound, you know, some people don't like that high-pitched voice. Mm-hmm. I don't. At the same like, time, mm-hmm. like, oh. But, and I do recognize it sometimes sounds fake, like customer service is very fake you know yeah i mean you still have to be reason why we do it right yeah if we if people really hated it so much there wouldn't be such a thing called customer service (laughs) (laughs) they'd just be like what do you want 
and say like hi what can i get for you today <laughs> or it's not even like hi what can i it's like say hi what can i do for you today you can say like oh hello what can i do for you today versus hello what can i do for you today you can't mm-hmm. really it's harder to make a lower pitch voice sound excited and willing to help you mm. right And so back to the study, right? So they also a funny thing they found is that people who perceive themselves as dominant don't do that as much. Don't have that variation in their tone pitch. So if you view yourself as a generally dominant person, like you kind of know your stuff, you strut your stuff, whatever. <laughs> right. You don't vary your voice as much. Not that it doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, the people you feel comfortable with more often, you're going to speak in a lower voice. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. It's like a to... power dynamic thing. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. But across the board in general, the uh, their conclusion, the, univers- the university's conclusion still stands where you talk to someone in a higher status in... Uh, with a higher pitch, like gradually, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of their theories for the reason why people do that is actually more uh, from an evolutionary standpoint, which is what we talked about, right? The higher pitch signals submissiveness and shows oh. whoever you're talking to that you're not a threat, right? So you won't be in danger. Oh, Especially so what we said about you? entering into... Yeah, so, like, oh. meeting new people is similar to entering unfamiliar territory, right? Uh, Say you're an animal and you're coming into someone else's territory, but you're, like, if you don't want to seem like you're there to hurt anyone, you'll talk in that be more quote, higher voice. Higher pitch means more submissive. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Because like, think about it, right? In generally and typically in men... Uh, a deeper voice is seen as more attractive, right? Cause, sure. And usually they're more dominant, right? That's the same vibe that they give. Like, if you have someone who doesn't act dominant and then someone who has a super deep voice, it's a bit jarring, I would say. And the opposite as well, right? Oh. If you have a, a super buff guy who has like, <laughs> tattoos and, like, ripped at like a ripped abs and a really hard set face and suddenly he speaks like me right now it's okay sure going sure. to be a bit different like appearance wise right? it's yeah. yeah it's gonna clash with and then it's gonna clash and you're gonna be like uh wait a minute interesting But at the same time, the study, like, this, their second kind of confounding thing is that in a job interview, right, you want to seem, you, you also don't know that person, you don't want that person to think you're above them because they're the one hiring you, right? Exactly. And you don't obviously want to step on someone's ego. No, let's. <laughs> usually, Hire usually. me. Hire me, woman. Yeah, it's like, I hate you, or like, kind of like, you suck, but hire me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm gonna deal with that. Nobody likes that. But yeah, generally. And 
so naturally you would be you would be speaking in higher pitch but at the same time if you want to sound professional right that you know your stuff mm-hmm. oh you okay do want to lower your tone interesting so it's a yeah conflict yeah yeah is there like a happy medium for that or i think in general like the say the way i'm talking to you right now claire is my normal voice that i talk to friends right Mm -hmm. if i talk to someone i'm really scared of or um like i find super intimidating or say customer service voice i talk like this right but I don't think I talk super high up to a uh, super high pitch to a profession uh, like a job interview because then mm. I don't want to sound like a baby. Right. We also I feel like the yeah. we also use a different voice for mock trial, right? We want to sound professional because you know uh, yes. you're playing as an attorney. You can't be like um kind of unravel because you'll probably <laughs> get a low score if you do that. Yeah, and speaking of mock trial, it's. Uh, one thing that is pretty kind of obvious, it's it's linked to your self-perceived status, right? Mm. In mock trial, why do people sound m- more confident than others? Because they think they're confident. I, they know yeah, their stuff. And sometimes, like, you're not confident. Because even, like, our coach said, like, you're doing your... He's, like, done speeches or, like... um yeah you're opening and closing statements and sometimes you're like man i that was terrible but you still have to go through it confidently or like say like you hear someone do something really confident right and then Mm -hmm. they after it ends they go back and they're like that was terrible and you're like how you sounded so confident right i mean half the time it's probably masks like even if your information you're talking about was wrong it kind of masks that right because yeah, you sound so confident, you, you can't be wrong. Yeah. yeah. It, it's because you believe you're confident. Because sometimes, like, your self-status, right? Mm. It, whether you, like, are more prestigious or dominant, mm-hmm. sometimes that's not true. Like, some you may believe you're super prestigious or super elite, whatever, but you're actually not. Mm-hmm. But even if we feel that we are, we instantly become calmer and thus our voice goes deeper. Mm-hmm. So you can you really do fake it till you make it. Be confident because maybe you'll feel more confident if you're faking it. If you tell yourself, "Hey, I'm doing a good job," or "I'm doing good at it," I'm doing good at this, and I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Then I know that goes for me because I realize that if I think to myself, "Oh, I don't know what I'm doing," then I do much worse. Than it could be. But if I mm-hmm. tell myself, oh, like, you're doing fine, like, just keep it up, you're doing fine, then I do perform better. Maybe not at a stellar point, because, you know, nervousness and anxiety do play a part, but, you know, I'll do better and won't make such a fool of myself. Okay. Yeah. So, takeaway if you're really struggling with something, like performance just fake it till you make it you know yeah i think that's a yeah good. not that i I'm mean not... honestly like don't like fake because sometimes like it doesn't work out like you fake it till you make it and then you perform poorly because you're naturally yeah or like if you're doing even have something a good skill set but if yeah. you do have a good skill set 
but you're just lacking in the way you sound about it, right? Mm-hmm. You just like the whole fake it till you make it thing isn't for people that are already performing poorly and you seriously can't do it. Mm-hmm. You can't exactly fake that till you make that because nine out of ten yeah. times you probably won't make it. <laughs> just, I think the whole fake it till you make it thing is like the mindset, right? If you tell yourself, mm-hmm. I'm confident or I'm doing well, then eventually you live up to that standard in your head. Whereas when you say something like, oh, I suck, then you also live up to that mindset. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. That's psych term, though. (laughs) We hope that you guys enjoyed that, but before we leave you, we have our super fun thing to do on Sunday. So our super fun thing to do on Sunday is to maybe have a photo shoot with yourself or with your friends. The inspiration that we got from this is our grad photo shoot, actually. Mm -hmm. And we basically just went to a park close by to everybody and took some pictures. And it was pretty fun. It doesn't even have to be for a special occasion. The occasion (laughs) can just be, oh, it's Sunday and I'm having a good day. Mm So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that is all that we have for you today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And have a good Sunday.